0: Welcome to In Context. This is a podcast that is hosted um, here in this lovely little soundproof room in in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, at Stonebridge Church. My name is Keith Knight. I'm one of the pastors here at Stonebridge. Joining me this morning, Brandon Levering, also a pastor
1: here at Stonebridge.
0: We just like to let you guys know who we are just so nobody gets confused and you can tell our voices from one another. But um, yeah, we're in season two of our podcasting and it's been a little up and down, you know, because of uh, various ailments. Exploding appendix, exploding internal organs, the, and such.
1: Is the plural when appendix is an organ? Is mm-hmm. it pluralized appendixes
0: or appendices? It can't be appendices. That only that's is for make. Book. That's only for writing papers, okay. right? Sorry. Okay. Appendix. Yeah, appendix. I. I Appendixi- this. Appendici- <laughs> I don't know. That was dumb. Well, and anyway, this morning. um we are going to just have a we're going to have a brief podcast and and just to let everybody know we'll have a little bit deeper one on the subject of anger um, that we'll be recording this week as well with a, a couple of people who are pretty entrenched in biblical counseling mm-hmm. and experience with that. We're going to kind of get deeper into some some issues with anger and how to handle those things mm-hmm. um, in in a godly, very uh, introspective way mm-hmm. you know but this morning we just want to touch on. Uh, This past weekend, I had the privilege of sharing um, from Matthew chapter 5, verses uh, 21 through 26, on what Jesus says about anger. Like, Mm -hmm. how does he approach anger? And, and, you know, you've heard it said, that's what, you know, don't murder. But I tell you, you know, and then he moves to insult and deeper insult and deeper insult, and then gives us kind of a a dynamic transformative principle. So instead of getting caught in a cycle of angry, let's be peacemakers, right? You should be a peacemaker. But we've had some questions from that, like, okay, well, how, what about more specific examples of how does anger mm-hmm. uh, affect us as Christians? Uh, maybe where does it come from? What are some ways in which we can struggle with it maybe not realize that's where it's coming from? And yeah. then what do we do about that when we encounter it? Yeah. So. And I think it's all the more
1: important to talk about this right now. I mean, mm-hmm. anger, is all, anger has been a, a problem with fallen humanity, right? For you know, I mean, what the, the uh, example yeah. you gave was Cain and Abel, right? right. Um, uh, the obvious one, yeah. Think, yeah. So, um, but it, it it's interesting that it, you know in this particular cultural moment, uh, loyalty to a cause is measured by your level of outrage, right. very often, right? And so it's not just that; it, it's almost become anger has become a virtue instead of a vice. Yeah, in our in our common culture, I yeah. show that I'm passionate by being steaming hot mad. Right, I show that I'm devoted and committed by stooping low and hurling those insults and and right. calling everybody a fool and, yes. and all of those kinds of things. And so, right. and, and and it's super easy for Christians to slip into that, um, that. That posture, and so it's just all the more important, I think, for us to take an honest look at this question yeah. um, for our own hearts. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. What am I really angry about? What What does the way forward look like?
0: Yeah, and it's good. It's good to diagnose too. So here's what happens sometimes. Like, if you're listening to a sermon on anger, you might be sitting there thinking, "Well, I get mad sometimes, but I'm not. I'm not in the cycle. What mm-hmm. What Jesus referred to, sort of, as, as a vicious cycle of escalating anger." People are like, well, that's not me. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it is sneaky, right? Yeah. Um. And it's sneaky because uh, one of the things that had, you know, has become popular, you know, since since writing has has flourished and flourished and flourished. Are, are things like, um, sarcastic mm. wit, which often gets passed across as being, well, it's just one way to get people to pay attention to things. Now, sarcasm can be very effective if mm-hmm. it's used, um, uh, to to make a point, but there's a difference between actual sarcasm, what I would call like a GK Chesterton mm-hmm. Chestertonian sarcasm, and just outright provocation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's hard for me to it's hard for me to to get or to believe. That someone's like, well, I'm not angry, but their speech is constantly like provoking speech, right? Yeah. And I, I, that's, that's one of those ways. There are a bunch of different ways that, that anger can manifest itself and we not consider it to be Mm -hmm. anger. Just because you're cool headed Mm. doesn't mean you don't have a problem with underlying anger. It's good. It's just you're, you, you, um, there's a manipulation that goes on in which you're convincing yourself that anger takes the form of superiority, intellectual superiority, mm. or um, some deeper knowledge that other people don't have, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that's happening with Christianity right now. Mm. Now, not everybody who's listening is going to understand this, but even with evangelicalism, you have like uh, what we, I hate that there's even a big name pastor thing in, really. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of those things that it's a kind of a necessary evil, I guess. But you've got these big name pastors pastors mm-hmm. or evangelical figures calling out other big name evangelical figures with very unflattering language mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, very unkind speech yeah um, and there's anger buried in that oh yeah and there there, there just has to be in some cases because you'll read a piece and so I guess my first plea is before you turn up turn this off and say well, this on' me mm. like we do need to ask some diagnostic questions about what are some tells of yeah. anger that's underlying and I said one would one would definitely be, as jesus said what's coming out of your mouth yeah that's huge yeah. and
1: and that i mean that that deeper level question gets at to jesus's entire aim mm-hmm. in this story like right. the pharisees were able to check the box i'm not murdering anybody right. that means yeah. i'm good and <laughs> right. jesus is saying no you got to go below the surface right. and so that's our invitation for folks go below the surface what am i actually angry about or what what yeah. was the what was the question you just asked
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, what, what, what is it that's making me mad? Yes. There's yeah. got to be something under there. Like, for example, let's, let's go on a trip together in our minds. There's at least one time this week that I've gotten really irritated with somebody who's driving, mm. at least once. Now... I have I'm to be really. You, right now. No, you I'm just should. I'm just I have to be really careful because I don't want to say. Sometimes I forget I'm a pastor, but sometimes <laughs> it doesn't occur to me. This is going to sound extra bad. <laughs> my first thought is not, "Oh shoot, that's a person made in the image of God." I, maybe I shouldn't gotten angry and flashed them like a scowl. Mm-hmm. My first is like, "Oh my gosh, do they go to our church?" <laughs> is that somebody I know? Is that somebody who knows me? Which I had is... that experience one time. I'm late, so
1: I'm I'm kind of anal about traffic circles and mm, roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Like New England, they're just everywhere. We know how to use them. People don't know how to use them here, but they keep building them. So I, I would get, be offended, but you're completely I get right. Really snobby. I get really <laughs> snobby if somebody dares not yield when I'm already in the circle. I will instruct them how this is supposed to work with my horn. Yeah. And one time I did that, and then I looked. I'm like, oh no, I think that person goes to Stonebridge. <laughs> and so then you have to
0: smile and wave. <laughs> But it's, you know, and uh, a person, uh, a gentleman from our church was telling a story about how he was kind of schlepping his kids around and things kept going wrong the other morning. Mm -hmm. And he didn't, he's, I think he ended up by saying, well, I guess God doesn't want me to get there on time. (laughs) Right. Um, And, you know, but, but that question, the question in that moment is if I'm getting angry, if I'm getting triggered by all these little things, Mm -hmm. that provokes a response in me that is unsettling or it comes out in in stray words or even just this frustrated clenching of teeth mm. i mean it that's worth pondering yeah what's happening in what what is happening right now what am mm. i what do i not have what do i feel like is being withheld from me Yes. what do i feel like is being held over me uh, what do i feel like is standing in the way of my joy mm. that what am will i afraid of losing in exactly this yes yeah. yeah and that's really that's the deeper question Mm. that's that leads to that what we call the transformative principle
1: and and walk me through why why those kinds of deeper questions are helpful for figuring out where my what to do with my anger where it's coming from like what's the relationship between my anger and being afraid of losing something or my anger and wanting something
0: well it's the it's the simple idea of what is most precious to you like Mm -hmm. your Uh, the ease and comfort of your life on earth Mm. or, or the promise of the actual kingdom of God. Cause in the, in the context of what Jesus is talking about, the whole context of the sermon on the Mount is let me show you what the kingdom looks like. Yeah. Right. So he, he's creating a longing in people. What it's supposed to do is not just stimulate you to be like, Oh, I better be like this or else I'm going to get punished what it's supposed to stimulate in people is, wouldn't it be nice, these mm. people who live under this really staunch religious rule that's pretty oppressive at times, yeah. Jesus is actually casting this vision for what freedom looks like under the law mm. and what the kingdom is, the nature of the kingdom is going to be like, mm-hmm. right? It's like the, it's its a little bit more specifics about the, the prophecy in Isaiah of what Jesus came to do, mm. you know, to bind up the brokenhearted. Yeah. It's yeah. not to make, make the wounds fresher, you know, it's, it's tie up heavier burdens. Right. Right. Which is, so it, the, the main question, again, to get back to the main question, it's, it's, there is some ultimate hope that I have in this moment Mm -hmm. that I feel like I'm being, it's being taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that is, is going to cause that response of, of anger. And it's, it's fear triggered a lot Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well, you know, and especially now whatever standard of living I have, what if that's lost? Yeah. what do I do? And I'm just mad at everybody who's going to take that from me.
1: And and for me, often fear of um, people are going to think less of me because of X, Y, or Z. This yeah. person in front of me is going slow, which is going to make me <laughs> late, and then people are going to be mad at me. You know, right. um, and and you know the one caveat which you clarified on Sunday, and so I don't want to go into It's mm. not we're not saying there aren't times that it's good to be angry. Sure. Right? yes. Or, right. or that there that there isn't a place for that. Yes. You you went there. So we're not saying there's never that all anger is intrinsically sinful. No. But so much of what we steam about and get upset about is, you know, driven from this I want something yeah. and you're standing in the way of what I want. Right. And so I'm mad.
0: Yeah, and some people are just embittered. I mean, I like, uh, so just a, a quick story. I had a, when I was younger, I had a friend, a very godly friend. Uh, and uh, her and her husband were very, very good friends to me. And still I would say still are, we just haven't, we just never see each other cause they're all the way across the globe, not the globe, but the States. But anyway, um, the wife told me one. she said, you know, God told me that you need to, I'm always careful with people saying God told me, but she said, <laughs> you know, God told me that you need anger counseling. And I was like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm even mad, but I, took it seriously Mm. and, and, you know, prayerfully considered. And I started meeting with a Christian counselor Mm. and found out I was mad Mm. because there were some ways in which uh, things out of my control, out of my parents' control, some hardships that we had growing up that really weighed on me. Mm. And it made me mad at people who had things that I thought, you Mm. know, they shouldn't have because I, my, our family was godly and it should have been better for us. And Mm. there's a bitterness that was there that if I wasn't if things didn't turn out the way that I thought they should for me then I wasn't just mad in general I was just irritated at everybody around mm. me that's and that can get bad yeah. I mean if you don't yeah. deal with that and that's Jesus point you got to deal with that that's why yeah. God stops Cain and says hold on buddy listen this is like a, it's crouched at your door it's not like it's yeah not a problem you're going to face this yeah. is a problem that's coming after you you must master it mm-hmm. and so many of us think Well, that's not a problem. That cycle is not a problem with me. But, you know, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs chapter 22 um, says, don't even make friends with an angry Mm -hmm. man, basically because his ways will become your ways. Hmm. Right. And that's the danger, too. Like you might say, I'm not caught in the cycle of anger. But will you consider like if I'm on Facebook, I don't Mm -hmm. you I don't know how much you're on Facebook. Not as much anymore. Okay. But when I'm on Facebook, especially lately, mm-hmm. probably within the past year, year and a half, and, and even within the past few months, it just makes you angry oh, because totally. there's so much, not just clickbait, but people are so intense, like things seem more intense online yeah. than they might actually be in the with the people that you actually live around.
1: And and the way, and again, back to that, loyalty is measured by outrage. Right. You're not contributing or weighing in or raising your flag that you're with somebody on this issue unless you are sucked into the vortex of anger. Yes, Um, yes. Otherwise
0: level-headed people, really, otherwise level-headed and calm people I've seen within the the last couple years get completely... Sucked into this whirlpool of constant outrage, yeah, yeah. and each, whatever side of whatever issue you're on, there's always people on every from every position screaming yeah. outrage. And that's you know, it's a problem, but that's the other consideration is just because you don't have a problem with anger right now, you need to consider what you're surrounding yourself with and what you're filling your mm-hmm. mind with, which is mm-hmm. why Paul and Colossians is like, Look, put obscene talk, you know, of course, joking, you know, um, put anger malice. anger hateful speech mm-hmm. malice put those away and why don't we address one another in psalms and hymns mm-hmm. and spiritual songs and let the word of Christ dwell yeah, in you yeah. richly absolutely right and and
1: that i think that gets uh, you know to a critical if not anger then what mm-hmm. so the point you made about peacemaking on yep. sunday yep like in and, and again in that same passage in colossians put off these things mm-hmm. put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, Mm -hmm. kindness, Mm -hmm. humility, Mm -hmm. meekness, Mm -hmm. patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against one another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Like if that, imagine a church or Christian culture that was defined by that, how utterly attractive and winsome would that be? Uh, You know, you know, Folks will look back and say, "Well, that's if if you're not angry, if you're not resorting to the same tactics, you're weak. You're going to lose." Now, I think you look like Jesus if you're not resorting to the same tactics right, in the right. world, yeah. and and that um, you may lose the argument in in certain people's eyes, hmm. but you can win an argument and lose the person, mm-hmm. and and I yeah. think that's something that we often forget in our anger um in, in our grasping for whether, whatever it is we're afraid of losing in that moment, are we actually pushing away that which matters more? Right. Uh, whether it's the other person, their heart, the opportunity I have to bear uh, witness to the gospel of Christ in their lives, mm-hmm. um, versus you know I won that argument or yeah. I I owned my opponent or whatever or I got what I wanted, I. I I argued and whined and complained enough, and they gave in. Yeah, and we yeah. treat that
0: as a win. <laughs> right? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a win. Maybe it's not. Yeah, because it's going to make you more in that. What your response in those moments is going to create that pattern in you. We all mm-hmm. know how habits work. Mm-hmm. Um, what this is, I I almost used this illustration on on Sunday, but I just too many people probably haven't watched Family Matters. Our our family watched because we love Erkel. Urkel. We love Urkel. Oh, I yeah. love Carl winslow who's yes. also the cop from Die Hard, Die Hard. Movies. Um but uh there's this episode where he's having, you know, high blood pressure issues because of Steve and the doctor tells him he has to count he has to say three two one one two three. What the heck is bothering me? Right? <laughs> it's a diagnostic meant, to, meant eventually Steve does something stupid and he's like, you know, and then blows it, even though he's got this anger technique. And that's something that we need to be mindful of, too. Like Brandon and I, like if you're listening, we're not telling you, hey, just what's bothering me (laughs) and just sitting and figuring it out. You have to what Brandon's getting at is you have to replace that Mm -hmm. with something proactive. Yes. You can't just be. Well, I'm not going to be angry. Because Jesus doesn't want you to be milk toast either. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants you to be bold, but mm-hmm. he wants you to be bold in a way that extends the grace of, of the yes. cross of Jesus Christ. Yes. I mean, to say, you know, Jesus, if you even just use Jesus' anger. Did Jesus get angry? Yes, but he predominantly got angry because the true nature of the kingdom was being hidden from people who really needed to know mm-hmm. that God was merciful and kind mm-hmm. and that he was giving them an opportunity to repent and be his people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what we should be primarily about. So if, if the kingdom of this world is filling your heart, Mm -hmm. you're going to get angry because you will inevitably lose the things that you think Mm. belong to you. Yeah. Yeah. But if the kingdom of God is your heart, it's different. And that's the only thing
1: that frees you to be kind and patient and loving and forgiving. Like if, if if I need something from you, Mm -hmm. then I am in trouble unless I get it from you. Right. And if you withhold it, I'm going to react with anger. Right. If I have everything I need anchored in Christ, my satisfaction, my security, my significance, I don't actually need anything from you. So if you withhold something from me, it might make me sad or hurt me, mm-hmm. but it doesn't drive me to attack yeah. because I don't actually need that from you. I'm free to simply love you regardless of what I get from you. Right. And and without that... Um, devotion to the kingdom without that uh, without the kingdom being the true treasure of our hearts Mm -hmm. Uh, genuine love is not really possible I don't think we are always using someone unless we're loving them and and, and to really love them means I don't need them I simply get to love them because all I need I have in Christ yeah amen that's
0: good Uh, let's just Remind one another who we really are in Christ. Amen. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll see you soon. Bye.